Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, welcome. It is Bowerly News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, we are with you on a Tuesday. We're going to get into some other stuff uh, because uh, Josh Schmidt and I, we will put the phone call from Susan up as an isolated element on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page. Obviously, it'll also be available at WBEN.com. We keep an audio archive for you. So that way, if I defame somebody, it makes it very easy for their attorneys to go back and uh, file a suit. Um, and, <laughs> of course, you get the wonderful opportunity to listen to all four hours of the program every single day. You don't have to miss me or David Bellavia or Bemaz and Beamer or anything. We got you covered on WBEN. Hey, uh, at the beginning of the show, I talked about a couple of um, very inspirational stories that I don't even know how I stumbled on them last night. But the story... A boxing story about Joe Lewis from Detroit and Max Schmeling of Germany and the bouts they fought in the United States at, uh, I think it was Yankee Stadium. First one was won by Schmeling. Second one, Joe Lewis came out like a ball of fire. And the two of them became lifelong friends. And I also mentioned Jesse Owens and found an interview with Jesse Owens one of the stars, the star, really, of the 1936 Nazi Olympics in Berlin. A uh, very rare interview we did at a television station in Tampa, Florida. Uh, put that up. I reposted that on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page. And um, the, uh, the these stories from the world of sport are, are just so compelling. And the, the friendship that broke out between Jesse Owens and his German competitor was very, very warm and sincere and short-lived because the German competitor who had given Jesse Owens advice on the long jump on what he was doing wrong and how to correct it, and then Jesse went and beat him for the gold medal, and they walked around the Berlin Nazi stadium arm in arm. It's one of the great sport uh, stories in sport. Absolutely. And the friendship between Joe Lewis and Max Schmeling. And again, some of you, I mean, Josh Schmidt at the beginning of the show, uh, he is our producer of the program. Um, he didn't know about Jesse Owens. He had to look it up on Google, and then he vaguely remembered hearing something about those Olympics uh, presided over by um, Hitler and his uh, uh, evil cronies, the circle of uh, evil. 
Um, we have decided, we made an executive decision here on the program that in light of the telephone call from Susan of Williamsville in the uh, 4 o'clock hour, that there is no caller who could ever be better than that talking about what it is like to have a heart attack. That call is unsurpassable. And I am utterly serious and sincere in telling you that all the years I've done that, I've done this, that call just was so incredibly awesome especially somebody who isn't trained presumably to tell stories or to be a journalist just a real person with a real story so compellingly told it was absolutely riveting and we nobody she said everything there is to be said it was absolutely astonishing you that that's like finding um, a dinosaur bone with skin on it after 70 years of looking in dinosaur parks in Alberta, Canada for uh, fossils. Now, this part of the program, um, I would love to hear from Buffalo teachers and, and teachers everywhere because the Buffalo teachers and I think some other Buffalo employees have been, uh, have been working without um, – contracts, well, the Board of Education is a different deal, but the teachers have been working without a contract now for a few years in the city of Buffalo, and they are becoming very, very angry, and I really honestly can't say that I blame them. Look, um, I know that especially in talk radio, I know that it's fashionable to pick on teachers and to... Uh, call in and say, oh, they're a bunch of crybabies, they get summers off, they get great benefits, they get great pay, they've got absolutely nothing uh, that they should be complaining about. I would love to hear about your job from those of you who teach for a living. Uh, You don't have to even give us your real first name. Uh, if you want to say, hey, I'm a Buffalo teacher, that's cool. You want to say, I'm a teacher in a suburban district, that's cool. I don't care. But, you know, I I haven't talked to many folks who are school teachers in Niagara Falls, okay? But I've talked to quite a few people who have been involved in the Buffalo school system as teachers. And... I want to tell you something, that has got to be one of the most difficult, draining, soul-vampiring, that's a word, jobs you can possibly have. Because in all too many cases, all too many cases, you can come in there as a teacher with the best possible intentions you know you can be the guy in blackboard jungle who is going to change the world and before too long you realize 
that you are trying to buck, I said buck with a B, you are trying to buck trends that you cannot possibly stop. It has got to be like trying to swim upstream from Niagara Falls. You're not going to do it. Eventually, you're going to get swept over. I will tell you uh, about a story, just happened to be talking about this over the weekend, um, and I don't want to give too many details because I don't want them to be readily identifiable, but uh, there is uh, there was a gentleman who was a Buffalo school teacher, and he was one of our, and still is, uh, one of our black brothers. And he went into education. This guy could have been anything he wanted to be, but he wanted to be a school teacher because he wanted to make a difference in the lives of young people, particularly in a largely black school district. He wanted to be a difference maker. He wanted to be a role model. He wanted to be all of those things that you hope you get for your kids as a teacher. Well, he gave it his best shot. And basically, 10 years on the job as a Buffalo school teacher, basically, how, do, how does one say this delicately, sucked the life out of him. Absolutely sucked the life out of him. Some of the things that he described, students with absolutely no interest in learning whatsoever, hostilities from the streets, beefs from the streets that made their way into the classroom, creating an almost civil war-like environment, and I don't mean that in a racial way, I mean different factions, um, described a situation where students would need special help, special assistance, and he tried getting in touch with the parents. The parents would not return the calls, would not return the letters, showed absolutely no interest whatsoever in their kid and how their kid was doing at school. Imagine yourself in that job. Just imagine yourself in that job. I can't believe this dude spent 10 years, 10 frustrating, soul-draining, life-squeezing years of his life before he resigned, now lives in another state. Now, if you are a teacher in the Buffalo schools, is that resonating with you? If you are a teacher in the Buffalo schools, do you believe that the the leadership of your district understands – what you are going through on a daily basis. What do you say to the people who don't understand what you do and what you are up against, who think that your job is just like walking barefoot over a field of marshmallows every day, like living in a bounce house? I would love to know what it's like from ground zero, not just in the Buffalo schools, but also in the schools that uh, are throughout our region. We've got, oh, roughly 12,000 different districts in our region, as you might be aware. 
I, I really would like the opportunity because it's after 3 o'clock now. We should have some teachers listening. There might be a couple that aren't listening to NPR. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And to everybody else, I would simply ask, what do you think of teachers? How much should a teacher, let's say with 15 years experience, 15 years, how much money should that teacher be paid? 15 years experience. What should the top salary be for a school teacher? I want you to think about these things. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, it is Bowerly. The, uh, you heard uh, Phil Ramore on WBEN. Uh, Buffalo teachers are very, very angry. And whenever one brings up the topic of school teachers, it generally elicits um, a lot, frankly, a lot, of, uh, a lot of hostility among a lot of people. I've heard it over the years. The people who believe that school teachers in general – are overpaid, and they are uh, crybabies, and they get summers off, what do they have to complain about? They've got a pretty cushy job. Is that how you feel about teachers? Is that how you feel about teachers? Now, I I would have to think that teaching the same class year after year after year to a different bunch of ever-changing faces. Yeah, you could probably do it from memory, but doing the same thing every day, I don't care what it is you do for a living, um, it, it can get old after a while. But in some districts where not only might you run the risk of a little bit of boredom, but you also run the risk of, oh, being attacked going to your car, because somebody didn't like a disciplinary uh, situation that was meted out. Um, that's uh, not something that most people have to deal with. Uh, if, if you are a teacher, all right, if you are a teacher, I, I want to hear about your frustrations. I want to hear what drives you crazy. What do you think that people don't get about the teaching profession? How much money do you think... Uh, a teacher ought to make after, let's say, 15 years of service to uh, to a district. Now, I, I have a great respect for teachers. I must, however, say that uh, as a graduate of the Kenmore Tonawanda School System, um, I am rather mm, I do chuckle when I think about the teachers who would come in and tell us, "Make sure your parents vote for the budget." The minute they retired, they didn't stay in New York State. They went to much lower tax states. Hmm. Uh, it, it, they, they, no, they, they, they got it while the getting was good, but once they got theirs, they decided to leave the area that uh, made them fortune, if not fame. So that, 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 that is something. I'm also very close with somebody with a master's in education who taught in a major local district for a year or two and honestly could not deal with the liberal bias, the left-wing bias that she saw. And as she put it, I got sick of going to union meetings, watching BMWs pull in, and then teachers complaining they weren't making enough money. Ouch. Uh, But hey, this is somebody with a master's in education. 803, and I know her very well, very intimately. 803-0930 
star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. You know, a lot of times, got to tell you something, just be- between us chickens here, um, I get complaint emails from teachers saying, you guys never want the teacher's side of the story. You guys talk about education when we are working. We don't ever get a chance to call into the show. Well, I'm giving you that chance because I happen to think Clip Smith had a great line. Uh, Clip Smith was a local broadcaster, a legend, uh, for what it's worth, a member of the Buffalo Broadcast Hall of Fame. I can't give you a street address on that one. But um, Clip used to say, a good teacher can't be paid enough money. And I'm inclined very much to agree with that. Frankly, I hope that you had the kind of teachers that I typically had in the Kenmore town of Tonawanda School District. Some excellent teachers, some amazing teachers, teachers who made lasting impacts on my life for the better. Seriously. And talking especially about, well, talking about every level of school, to be honest with you. But not everybody had that experience. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. You are a school teacher, maybe in Buffalo, maybe elsewhere. What is your message to those people who don't get what you do? Tell us what you do, how hard it is, what your frustrations are. You complain that we do shows on education when you can't call in. Now's your chance. 803-0930, star 930 and 1-800-616-WBEN. I'll get to calls in about seven or eight minutes. It's break time on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? (coughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. Got to mail some CDs to somebody, uh, or, uh, compact discs, and uh, don't know the best way to do it. Should I use the post office, uh, FedEx? It's a local person I got to send it to, and I got to get it there quick. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, welcome. It is uh, Bowerly. So, Phil Ramore was on WBEN today. Buffalo teachers are very, very upset. And you use the word teacher, and it evokes positive and very, very negative emotions. If you're a teacher, I want you to put us in your moccasins, put us in your shoes. If you're not a teacher, are you somebody who uh, respects the teaching profession, or are you somebody who uh, basically thinks they're overpaid and crybabies who get summers off and have a cushy life? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. And I'm intentionally doing it the 5 o'clock hour so that uh, those who do teach for a living uh, have the opportunity to call in and uh, tell us what it's like. Andy in Buffalo, you are on WBEN. Welcome. Tom, good evening for start off. Uh, the vote of confidence, is that confidence that she's not negotiating and giving them what they want? Or she's a lousy superintendent. I believe it would be the former. Oh, okay. Well, that's. Or I should I say that she. I'm sorry to be very clear about this. Uh, that she is not a good uh, superintendent. That is my understanding. Well, why are they associating that with the contract? I I, I don't get that. I mean, is she lousy at both or? It just shouldn't be there. Well, the bottom bottom line is the Buffalo teachers are angry. They do not feel as though they're being taken seriously. They do not feel as though they're being dealt with um, in in good faith. That's the bottom line. Well, Tom, they've been doing that since the inception. As far as I know, as long as I know, the teachers have always wanted more money. And God bless them if they get it. I'm I'm not one to say, you know, they shouldn't get it. Get what you can, obviously. Phil Ramore did a fantastic job for the last 30 years as their president. Uh, but they also have to understand that, you know, things have changed. And like you say, they got great benefits. I go to Florida a couple months in the wintertime, and I always thought that policemen were the only ones down there with their pensions. Lo and behold, guess who's down there more than policemen? Teachers. I, I was like, my God, I, I didn't know they to hand it like they do, but God bless them. Good for them. I'm not a jealous person. But, you know, I mean, if they're complaining that they're not making enough money to survive, I hate to tell them, teachers, evidently you don't know what to do with the money that you make because you're making good money. Well, if you thank you, if if you want to, you can go to wben.com and you can read. Uh, actually, you can listen to the complete interview uh, with Phil Ramore that was done here on News Radio 930 WBen. Let's go to Jay in uh, Orchard Park. Jay, you are on. Hello. Hey Tom. Good evening. How are you? It's a wonderful day. 
It, the, it, it's sunny, it's warm, palm trees are swaying in a gentle breeze. Waiting for the drink in your hand at the pool, right? Yeah, in my imagination. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, you know, I, I was just curious. Um, there's some websites out there where you can look at salaries, and I did a comparative analysis, and I'm not going to get into it, of, you know, the median um, take-home pay of Buffalo teachers, and I compared them to some school districts around. And it seems to me that from the every pay I looked at, they're making more money than a lot of school districts in this region. Um, I really don't understand where you have a school district that is putting out such a poor quality work is asking for more money for the teachers when their students' rates of uh, graduation are so low and, and their test scores are so low. I really don't know where they're coming from that more money is going to fix the situation here. Well, let me ask, uh, give us some numbers that uh, you said you did a comparative analysis. Um, what what did you find? Um, for example, Cheektowaga Central School District, the median is 62, just over 62,000. Uh, Buffalo's median is just over 67,000. Um, East Aurora Union Free School District, median is 67,000. Buffalo is 67,000. Um, there's there's a whole bunch of different. I don't want to bore you with the numbers. Not boring at all. You can go on, you know, you can go on and on, um, and you can look at the fifth, the 95th percentile of the teachers in that school, like Chictawaga, it goes from 42,000 to 91,000, where Buffalo goes from 46,000 to 92,000, five to 95th percentile. So it, when you compare Buffalo to other school districts. Other school districts are making less money and getting the job done. Why isn't Buffalo? I think there's a social economic issue out there that needs to be looked at as far as families and single families and, and kids that are on their own. It, this I think you'll find than- that I think you'll find that in Buffalo, Niagara Falls, any urban school district. Um, that and one of the things that the Buffalo teachers will say is. We the, the teachers in Amherst, the teachers in Sweet Home, the teachers in Kenton, Chictawaga, they don't have to deal with what we have to deal with. And 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 as far as the test scores are concerned, I, all I hear is I got a bunch of students who don't care. I got a bunch of parents who don't care. I've got a bunch of administrators who won't back me up. They feel like they're all alone on a canoe in the Niagara River in January. I get it. Um, it still doesn't mean that throwing more money at the teacher's salary is going to fix the problem. Well, one of the things, too, though, do you happen to have any data on how many resignations uh, there have been of, uh, of teachers? I mean, because the reason I ask that is um, everybody has had a very difficult time with staff ever since the pandemic. People just don't want to work. Do you happen to know, because I don't, how many Buffalo teachers have resigned and taken jobs as servers? Tom, I have no, I'm not involved in the in the teaching industry at all. I just happened to be eating dinner and I looked up this website. Um, it's like a, a website that you can see all different salaries. Um, I really have no idea. I would imagine there's a ton of attrition and a ton of people leaving Buffalo schools and other schools, for that matter, after COVID. But I would suspect that um, Buffalo probably is a seed for new teachers, and then they kind of get in, and then I would suspect they try to find jobs elsewhere. Um, well, the, the, story, the story I told you about the guy who wanted to make a difference, and he actually invested 10 frustrating years of his life in trying to be the role model teacher, um, he got out of the teaching profession. Right. I think it's a hard thing to change, especially 
in a system like Buffalo's. Um, but I just never, I, I don't see where throwing money at it for teacher salary is going to fix the problem in Buffalo. Um, I, and I don't know what the solution is, but I think it's such a big socioeconomic issue. Um, it, it's going to take greater minds than, than mine to, uh, to figure it out. Well, teachers are angry. That, that was the, the big message that Phil Rumor uh, put out on WBEN. What is your message to Phil Rumor and the angry teachers? You know, I, I really don't have a message other than, you know, you, you took the job um, knowing where you were going to work, knowing the situation where you're going to work, knowing your pay, um, knowing where you're going to be in five years. I mean, they have contracts that tell you exactly how much pay you're going to make. I think you need to do your best and um, don't be angry about it. Don't be angry that you took that job and don't be angry, be angry that you went to school and went to college to teach and you took a job in Buffalo. You knew what you were getting into. Um, and I, I, you know, should they get pay raises? Definitely. But should they get 75% pay raises and raises and be the, the highest paid teachers um, to fix a problem? It's not going to work. Um, I think they got into the system and, and it's, it's a tough, it's a very tough situation in the city of Buffalo. Um, it, it, there's, there may not be a good answer at all for it. You know, I tell you something, I'm amazed that every school teacher in the city of Buffalo is not a raging alcoholic. I mean, ser- right. seriously, I mean, the, the people, I, 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 won't, I don't want to be too specific, but the people I know who've been part of the system, they describe a completely dysfunctional system that is almost beyond redemption. You Maybe go in with, you go in all idealistic and with the best of intentions, and you slowly feel the vampire just sucking your will to teach and your will to be there out of you. I mean, I do not envy these people. I understand they took the job knowing what they're likely going to get into, but like a lot of people, you think you can change the world. You, you know, you see this with a lot of, of um, starting out talk show hosts. They naively think, I can change the world with talk talk radio good luck with that well we all thought that when we started our professions i think that we were going to be able to change things more maybe than we could you know i'm i have my own business and and that but um this this may need an entire new way of thinking an entire overhaul and like i said i'm not in the uh in the teaching you know business whatsoever very nothing at all i have no no nothing in common with it but I think it's too far and too entrenched. I really think it needs an entire re-overhaul, retooling, um, start over and rebuild. Um, and what, who's going to put that together? I have no idea. But I think it really needs something major. And putting more money into teacher salaries is not the fix. All right, thank you very much. Uh, do we have any teacher, especially a Buffalo teacher, who would like to respond? Uh, how can you be angry and is putting more money into the situation going to make a difference given the avalanche of socioeconomic factors with which you have to deal on a daily basis? Now, negotiations are supposed to resume on, uh, well, on Thursday, oddly enough, the day we're doing our SPCA uh, Radiothon to benefit the SPCA serving Erie County. And we invite all teachers to contribute. Let's go to Jay in Boston, New York. Jay, you're on WBEN. Hello. Thomas, sir. The um, Interestingly enough, I think what a lot of people don't realize, based on the press and, and our, our current local-only uh, newspaper in Buffalo, that a vote of no confidence actually has no effect. 
it's zero. It's a symbolic thing. It, it has no legal effect on anything. No, you're correct. On one side or the other. It, you're right. It is It is very symbolic. Uh, Phil Ramore uh, on this radio station said that uh, if a second no-confidence vote was taken, it would be the only time in, what, the history of Buffalo schools that a superintendent had been voted no-confidence twice by the teachers. Does Is that legally binding? No. No, not at all. He's He's got the cigar stuffed up his uh, anal parts, and he's lighting it, and he's really pulling and puffing hard. Um your last caller was exactly correct. This system is not well. The system needs to be revamped, start to finish, top to bottom. Um, there, there's too much money being wasted. If you look at the per capita um, dollar amount per student that graduates from the city of Buffalo School District, right. which has been dramatically shrinking um, to those of the private schools, uh, and I'm not picking out one in particular, but Kenesha St. Joe's, uh, you know, uh, Mount Mercy, everything else. Hey, Jay, if, if you could, if you could hold on, if you could hold on for just a moment, I'd like to continue this. I've got to get to traffic. I do want to commend you on inventing a word dramatically. I love it. That is a great word, and you can make up your own words in English. I love dramatically. I may steal that. Uh, want to hear from school teachers, Buffalo, suburban. Want to hear from taxpayers. Buffalo school teachers are very, very angry. They've been working for several years without a contract. Negotiations are going to uh, resume on Thursday, um, the 8th, which is this coming Thursday. Um, and they're not taking uh, a strike off the table, but I would be I, – I don't see that happening, but – We'll see. Let's go to uh, back to Jay in uh, Boston. Uh, Jay, you are back with us. Uh, continue, sir, with what you were saying. Uh, yes, dramatically is not too different than girthly. Um, <laughs> I love the dude. I love the word. I, I will continue. The uh, again, the the no confidence vote. Everyone has has got this impression that that has some legal effect. That that's going to force uh, negotiations going to force one side or the other to come to the table absolutely not true it's a symbolic gesture nothing else um the buffalo school teachers and again referring to your last caller he uh he had a good idea we got to restart this we got to go back to day one and and figure out why it's costing so much in the city of buffalo to educate and graduate these students it's insane that the, the private schools can do this for, uh, you know, 20% of the cost um, and, and people are paying out of the pocket. And those folks that are paying are still paying their own school taxes, too, wherever they come from. Well, one of the, um, one of the things that uh, Business First has demonstrated time after time after time in its ranking of local school systems is, and some people, maybe teachers, aren't going to want to hear this, there is no correlation between the amount of money spent per student and the success of a school district. None whatsoever. So you're absolutely correct. There are data to back that up, and it is they are data that occur time after time after time. So it's longitudinal. We know for a fact that what you are saying is correct, that throwing more money at a system is not going to fix it. But how do you go about identifying problems that you can fix. I mean, if you're a diagnostician, what what is your diagnosis? What what's what's causing? Are, are, is it socioeconomic 
uh, conditions that are beyond the ability of any school system to fix. It's not just Buffalo. No, it's, it's bureaucracy, unfortunately. And the city of Buffalo school system, the district, as you call it, is bloated. It's overbloated with administrators and middlemen and second-level middlemen and third-level middlemen, jobs that do not need to exist. And if you cut all that out, there will be plenty of money for the teachers. And I wholly support the teachers. And I wholly support what they go through every day. And I know some personally. I know the challenges um, that uh, a high school teacher at Bennett, again, personally, I know, has. I know elementary school teachers that, again, have very challenging students in their classrooms. Um, They're not getting the help they need. Uh, The bureaucracy that's between the the actual hands-on teachers and the top administration is overly bloated. It needs to be destroyed. Well, very, very interesting. So uh, nuke it, start again. Um, Very interesting. You know, it it would be – I would love to see what some – expert would say coming in analyzing buffalo comparing buffalo to successful districts in similar circumstances and seeing what an expert would recommend but the the only problem with that is i'm sure you you're gonna you, you're gonna beat me to the punch here is you got one expert who's gonna say one thing another that's gonna say the opposite and another that's gonna say something in between <laughs> exactly you, you pay for your experts both sides pay equally um, and, and there's no meeting in the middle with something like that. Uh, Phil Ramore has to turn, turn the channel here and, and really point the blame where it belongs. Don't point the blame at the superintendent. Don't point the blame at the board. Point the blame at all the folks he's raised up to the middle ground all these years that do nothing for their paychecks. All right, I got to move on. I thank you uh, very much for the call. I was hoping to hear from some teachers or or some retired teachers. Um, I, I don't know a single Buffalo school teacher who um, just isn't frustrated. And, and it's not just the contract thing. Don't don't misunderstand me. They're just frustrated with everything. Um, it, it, I I just cannot imagine what it must be like going to work. You started out young, thinking you were going to make a difference, and realizing that there are so many holes in the dike, you just don't have enough fingers. Not even an octopus would have enough tentacles. Of course, if you've got ten fingers, you'd actually be better than an octopus in a situation like that. You know, it's kind of weird. I was at a Thai restaurant Sunday night eating dinner, and they had a giant fish in the tank, and the damn thing wouldn't stop staring at me. I was in a staring contest with a goldfish. Looked like... Are you eating fish? Are you eating fish? No, it's 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 chicken, bro. It's chicken. But the goldfish didn't know that. And then the goldfish would put gravel in its mouth to scrape off the algae, but it would still be staring at me. I've never been intimidated before by a goldfish. So Sunday was a first. It was packing. It was packing heat, clearly. Under the fin. Concealed carry under the fin. I could almost tell. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.